Anwar involvement in the October 7 attack on Israel. U.S. naval forces are attacking the Houthis in Yemen. The U.S. Defense Department is preparing to hit the Iranian proxies in response to them hitting our troops in Jordan. And the U.S. is attempting to sell the idea of declaring a Palestinian state and the latest stats on Gaza war. Messianic World Update begins now. Shalom everyone, I'm Monty Judah with Lion of Land Ministries. Welcome to another edition of Messianic World Update. Today's date is Friday, February 2nd of the year 2024. It's also Groundhog Day, and you'll be happy to know that the National Weather Service now has Doppler radar and rodents living in Pennsylvania to help us to understand future weather events in this country. But let's get on to something way more important for us. The UNRWA, the UNWA, which stands for the United Nations Relief Worker Agency, has been operating since 1958 with the Palestinians. This is an agency that has been helping the Palestinian citizens in the various locations in Gaza, as well as in the West Bank, as well as up in Lebanon, wherever the Palestinians have been at, helping to build hospitals and other relief agencies and workers there, providing food and aid to the Palestinian people. The problem is that they've also been working cooperatively with the Palestinians in corruption and doing other things. And this last week, Israel was able to produce the results, the evidence, that three employees working for that UN organization participated in the October 7th attacks on Israel. One of them actually carried out violence, one of them was supplying ammunition, and one of them was helping to coordinate. Those employees have obviously been fired. As a result of the evidence that Israel was able to supply, major donor nations, including the United States and most of the European nations, are now withholding funds to this organization sponsored by the UN. The UNWA, this organization, is absolutely corrupt. Israel has been complaining about this organization repeatedly about what they're doing. It actually supports Hamas and terrorist activities against Israel. It desperately needs to be reformed. Now, the UN, you'll be happy to know that the other organizations in the UN are all calling on the donor nations, please return the funding to UNWA so that they continue their, quote, good work. That's the situation with regard to that. We don't know the latest status on whether or not the funding will be returned, but one thing is for sure, the people in Gaza were never really getting the aid that they needed, and now it's even more critical. There are people now protesting the idea of aid even going in there because of the corrupt organization participating against Israel. The U.S. naval forces are hitting the Houthi rebels in Yemen, as you recall. They were launching missiles and drones and so forth at ships that were passing by, interfering with international shipping. They were claiming that they were helping in Gaza, they were helping Hamas against Israel, and they were supposedly going against ships they thought were going to Israel or not. Well, basically what they've done is they've caused a major impact on worldwide shipping going through the Suez Canal, 
down through the Red Sea into the Gulf of Aden and on into other Far East nations. Surface ships, these are fast frigates and destroyers that the U.S. and other nations have stationed in there, have been regularly shooting down anti-ship missiles and drones being launched by the Houthi rebels from Yemen. And the aircraft from the USS Eisenhower, an aircraft carrier in that area, has been hitting drones and missiles on their launchers, trying to stop them from being able to do it. Here's the problem with this whole situation with the Houthi rebels. The U.S. was taking the position that we don't want to have an escalation. We don't want this to expand. Well, it has escalated. It's now a, a serious problem, and it's affecting the whole world. It's not really a threat to Israel as much as it's a threat to the world. But how do you stop it now? How do you get the Houthis to not do that anymore? Well, you're not going to send a bunch of Marines in there to clean out the mess of the Houthi rebels. The real answer is the U.S. has got to go to Iran, hit Iran, and tell them to take the necessary steps to shut down the Houthi rebels. Because Iran is the one supplying all the weapons to them. They're the ones funding them and helping them to do it. But as you know, the U.S. doesn't want to escalate anything with Iran, and so that's not going to happen. So we have a terrible situation with the U.S. involvement and other nations with the Houthi rebels. No end in sight as to how that's going to be resolved. The Iranian proxies that were operating in Syria and in Iraq sent some drone in against a U.S. base in Jordan. The base is located right at the border of Syria and Iraq and inside of Jordan. Apparently, they did it in kind of a clandestine manner. There was a U.S. drone that was returning to the base there, and they put their drone into the same pattern, and it looked like a returning U.S. drone coming back to the base. Therefore, it didn't get shot down. It wasn't stopped. It came into the base at 5.30 in the morning, hit a barracks. It killed three American servicemen and gave severe brain injuries to some more than two dozen other soldiers. Those guys are going to be probably on VA disability before it's all over and done with and probably have ended their military careers. So it's a major event in terms of casualties. This was always the line that the White House said, don't kill anybody. And of course, they did now. And they've crossed the line, terrible line, against it. The U.S. has been carrying on this policy with Iran and the proxies, saying, and the president said this very specifically, he said, I'm just telling you as our foreign policy, is don't, don't. And then we had the Secretary of State saying, don't. We had the Secretary of Defense, don't. We had the National Security Advisor, don't. Everybody was saying the same word for the U.S. foreign policy to deal with Iran and the proxies and so forth. I don't know if you picked up on it, but don't actually is two, word. it's a con two words. It's a contracted word. It's actually do not. Really, it infers do not do that again or else we'll do something. Now, he didn't say that, just said don't. You know, I think the enemy was confused. I don't think they understand American contractions. They didn't understand what the real message was. 
If they understood it was do not do that again or else we will do something, that doesn't work on children. I've seen parents say that same thing to children. It doesn't work on children. I don't know why the Biden administration thinks that's going to work on a foreign nation. U.S. forces have been attacked more than 159 times. I don't know why somebody did in the Pentagon or in the White House didn't think, well, it was absolutely bound to happen. Somebody's going to get killed. Well, it finally happened. Some good guys, American citizens, got killed. So much for preventive foreign policy, taking a strong stance for the U.S. position, and that failed. You'll love the response now. The president has said, I've made a decision about what we're going to do about this. And the U.S. Department of Defense secretary said, we will pick a time and a target of our choosing. Wow, I am, I'll tell you, I'm impressed. I'm just shaking in my boots. I imagine that the Iranians are just scared half to death about it. In fact, you'll love this. The Iranians, even before the defense secretary could put out that statement, came out and said, okay, okay, we won't do it again. That, that's exactly what they said. We won't do it again. I really don't understand what is going on between the United States of America, Iran, and its proxies in terms of how they shoot at each other and what they're doing. Nobody's accomplishing anything in this process other than we're further endangering U.S. military forces, good citizens, my fellow veterans, and they're just putting them on the line like it's a shooting gallery. Okay, Joe Biden in Israel is still promoting the two-state solution as a cure for the entire Middle East. All we have to do, he's come up with a whole new way to do this, though. You know how the Palestinians are over there in the West Bank and Gaza and so forth? Rather than negotiate a thing with Israel, why don't we, the nations of the world, why don't we just declare there's a Palestinian state? We'll just say there's a Palestinian state. Now, this is consistent with the woke and fantasy foreign policy, you know, where a boy says, okay, I'm a girl now. And a girl says, well, I'm a boy now. And now we are going to say, okay, you're a state now, Palestinian. Mind you, they have no government. They have no territorial limits and borders. There is nothing that represents the state that is over there. Most of them, they're just terrorists and people are just trying to figure out how to get, get along from one day to the next. For the record, the Palestinians have clearly said this many times. They don't want a state. They want to eliminate Israel. They're there for the purpose to get rid of Israel from, from the river to the sea. We want to get rid of them. We just don't want them here. They actually want the world to treat them as victims and to give them more money. And if they get declared a state, well, then they don't get to go around saying they're victims and they don't get to have more money given to them. They're expected to stand up and be a nation like every other nation. And I can assure you they just don't want that. Furthermore, there's more than two dozen Jewish settlements in the West Bank. If you're going to declare a Palestinian state and you're going to encase the West Bank and Judean mountains and so forth in this so-called Palestinian state, what do you do with these Jewish settlements that are in those regions? Uproot them and just move all the Jews out? 
Well, they tried that in Gaza years ago under Ariel Sharon. They uprooted all the Jewish settlements out of there, pulled them out, and you saw the results of what happened then. The entire area of Gaza turned into a terrorist base. You think that won't happen in the West Bank and the Judean mountains? Joe Biden has a passion of hating the Jewish settlements. He has objected to this over the years multiple times, and he just imposed, this is really wild, he just imposed sanctions on four Israeli citizens by executive order because he claims they were fighting against Palestinian terrorists that were threatening the settlements. It's absolutely bizarre what's going on. Let me remind everybody what the status of the West Bank is. It's full of terrorists, and they're threatening the settlers. And the settlers don't have soldiers there. All their men went off to support in the IDF, and so it's just the settlers there defending themselves. And those terrorists that are living particularly in Jenin, the city of Jenin, are Hamas operatives, Palestine Islamic Jihadists. Cells are in there. Israel has been fighting ever since October 7th, going in and even before going in and rooting them out, these terrorist cells. Those cells have been responsible for sending people into the Israel proper, killing civilians on the street, ramming attacks with their cars, stabbing attacks, and so forth. These guys, are they use that as a base to go out and kill Jews all over the land of Israel. Israel's been trying to do the best they can to contain it and to remove those people. And Joe Biden thinks those are the people that should have a Palestinian state. By the way, this last week, Israel intelligence agents were able to take out three terrorists that were in the Jenin hospital. They dressed up apparently as doctors and nurses, and they walked into the hospital, went right to his hospital room, and took out three of them. One of them was in bed being treated, and they took the three of them out, killed them, and walked out of the hospital demonstrating that Israel can go get those terrorists anytime they want. The terrorists are not safe even staying in a hospital there in the West Bank. Joe Biden's plan calls for this declaration of a Palestinian state, the demilitarization of the West Bank and Gaza. Wonderful. Now you're going to get Hamas to surrender all of their weapons. You're going to get the Palestinian Islamic jihadists to surrender all their weapons. The other terrorists that are Hamas operatives in the West Bank, they're going to turn in all their weapons, and Iran is going to stop supplying them records, and then we're going to have a Palestinian state. This is clearly a pipe dream. There's no reality to it whatsoever, but it is filling up the international press right now, and Biden is promoting it, and his administration is promoting it. Israel, of course, is just standing back watching this circus that's going on. So let me give you a quick summary report of Israel's war in the Middle East with Gaza. It's day 118. In Israel, there's still 136 hostages that need to be accounted for. We don't think all 136 of them are alive. The death toll is still 1,200 Israelis, and the wounded is 13,794. Israelis have been wounded and hurt since October 7th. 
The IDF is still finding more terrorists in tunnels down in Khan Yunus, which is the southern part of Gaza. They're flooding those tunnels with seawater. And last week, tragically, 21 IDF soldiers were killed in one incident. It was an accident that took place. Tragic that it happened. So the latest optimistic hostage negotiations involving Qatar and Mossad director from Israel and the Hamas people, they're talking about a possible six-week ceasefire that would result in the return of all hostages in a staged manner. They would release some of the alive civilians, some of the dead civilians, then later some of the dead soldiers and some of the live soldiers last, and there will be an exchange of Palestinian prisoners for them as well. Some of those will have their sentences commuted that are in prison to be released the same time the hostages are being released. Tragically, and I say tragically, we think we're going to discover there's a tremendous number of dead civilian hostages coming back. After that supposed deal, there's going to be a resumption of the Israeli war against Hamas. They still have the goal to eliminate Hamas in Gaza and wherever they may be. Let me just mention Hezbollah and Lebanon. Right now, Israel is on high alert for them. Hezbollah is on alert. It's still very tense, just as it was a couple of weeks ago. But one of the things that we've learned is that the U.S. believes that if they were to hit Iran in response to what's been going on with U.S. forces, that Iran's response would be to have Hezbollah hit Israel. And that may be part of the rationale for the U.S. delay and carefully dealing with how to deal with Iran because they don't want the escalation of the war between Hezbollah and Israel, and I'm sure Israel doesn't want it either. However, that's the tension that we have in the Middle East right now. Quite honestly, I don't see how that we can get past it. I think it's going to eventually move to escalation. China, by the way, is watching all of this how the U.S. is operating, dealing with Iran, dealing with the proxies and so forth. Of course, they have designs on taking Taiwan in the future. Based on the U.S. foreign policy right now under the leadership of Joe Biden, I think it's pretty clear to conclude on China's part that if China were to make a move on Taiwan, the U.S. at a minimum would hesitate, probably slow to respond, and probably might even not do anything. So the people in Taiwan need to be praying for their situation. I would like to ask all of you again to pray for Israel, the safe return of the hostages, and the safety of the IDF soldiers to bring this conflict to a resolution. Somehow, whether we can have peace in the Middle East between Hamas and with Israel. Thank you for watching this program. Remember to like and subscribe our channel. That's very important to us, very helpful. We're very close to a milestone on that, so please hit that like and subscribe for our YouTube channel. Shabbat Shalom to all of you.